You're listening to Holistic Business Matters with Helen Harding, the show for complementary practitioners, therapists and coaches wanting to run their business in their way. Hello and welcome to episode 59 of Holistic Business Matters. I'm Helen Harding and this week we're talking about how you can research your ideal or your favourite clients so that you can start finding more just like them. And this was inspired by somebody who wrote to me and they were asking about their ideal clients and how do they understand how to reach them. So I thought it would make a great topic to revisit on the blog and also to recall for the podcast because I haven't touched on that yet. So when was the last time you really listened to what your favourite clients had to say, that you really listened to the language that they use and the phrases that they use? And have you actually ever done any client research for your business, for your marketing? If you haven't, you're not alone. So many practitioners don't do this. If you don't, you're missing a trick because... This information can really help you to stand out and it can help your marketing to stand out amongst all that noise that's out there. And researching your best clients is going to help you provide an even better service for them because you'll understand their needs better. But it's also going to help you to connect with others that are just like them. People will understand that you get them. So why wouldn't you do that? And the value is understanding the language they use, but importantly, how they feel. It's that emotional connection as well. So what is the power of language? Well, as I said, it's about knowing the specific phrases and the specific words that clients use, especially around where you can help them, where they feel stuck, what their problems are, It's about really understanding those words, those phrases. And it's about knowing what their dreams are, what their aspirations are, what their fears are, where their struggles are, what the problems are. Because knowing this and being able to communicate it is going to help you to really connect with them on that emotional level. And you're also going to be able to tailor all of your marketing messages to really speak to them so that they'll get it, they'll understand how you can help them. And if you think about it, language is the architecture of how we think, how we express ourselves, how we communicate. It's really important. So understanding the words that your clients use is going to really help you to communicate with them really effectively. So I'll give you an example here. If you are somebody who specializes in performance anxiety, is someone going to know that you can help them if they feel absolutely sick to their stomach every time they have to stand up and speak or every time they have to give a presentation? Will they get that you can help them by saying that you help with performance anxiety? They might not make that connection. But if in your marketing you talk about how you help people that just feel sick to the stomach when they try to give a presentation, they'll know you get them. 
And that's what you want. You want that connection. Now, when you do this research, you'll find that not everybody uses exactly the same phrases and exactly the same words. But there are themes that run throughout the the different conversations you're going to be having. And these are what you're looking for. Because these are what you're going to start weaving into your marketing. And just knowing how someone describes how it feels to be stuck, what they feel their biggest problems are, what keeps them awake at night, that's priceless because you can use those phrases to help them understand that you get them, that you can help them. And it's going to help you to attract more people like them. So if these are your favorite clients to work with, Imagine what it's going to be like when you've got a practice full of those people. And it's something I've got into the habit of doing more and more because I know by chatting to people that are in my ideal client group, I get to know them. I get to understand them at a much better level. And even if there are things that I can't necessarily help them with, I can usually point them in the right direction, which it's still good because it's still building a relationship and I'm seen as a helpful person. So doing this research is really useful. So let's start off with how you're going to do the research. And there are all sorts of ways you can do it this day and age, especially with technology. You can do surveys, you can do polls, you can do email surveys, you can do all sorts of things. Look up social media and in groups And they're all great ways of getting information, but I would still argue they're not as powerful as actually having proper conversations with people and getting to know people and asking them questions because you can delve a lot deeper. If somebody just gives you an answer, if they're just filling out a survey, you're not going to know anything beyond that. Whereas you can ask them how it feels to be like that. Why is it like that? What do they think is the problem? And really get a deeper understanding of what's going on for your clients. So use these other things. Use these online surveys and groups and social media to reinforce what you're finding. But don't let it replace you doing some actual research with your clients. And also, I think there's a whole different level to having a conversation. Because people don't necessarily think about what they're saying. It's not as considered as it would be if they were filling out a form or filling out a document. You know, they'd really sit and think about how they phrase something. Whereas if you're having a conversation, it's much more natural. So that's going to help you to get to the kind of core of how they feel. So the process of researching your clients, I'd start by trying to find at least 10 people that you can talk to. Because as I said earlier, not everyone's going to describe things in the same way, but you want to get an idea, you want to get an understanding from different people with variants on what's going on for them and different ways of describing what's going on for them to really get a good understanding. And just start by asking them if they'd be willing to spare you a few minutes and jump on a phone call or a Zoom call so that you can ask them some questions. And it's about listening and understanding them. It's not about trying to fix their problems or trying to coach them. This is a research call. You could record the call. So especially if you're doing something like Zoom, you can record really easily in that, but always ask their permission before doing that. 
Or you can just take notes, but just make sure that you literally write down any phrases that they use or particular words that they use word for word so that you can use them again later. And you want to have some sort of structure. So even if you are recording it, have a structure so you know what sort of questions you want to ask to help really keep you focused. So you could think about having a structure along these sorts of lines. So you'd have some sort of welcome and set the scene for the call. Let them know what to expect, how long it's going to be. And also, you know, that maybe you're going to be asking them deeper questions just to really get to the root of what's going on for them. And then what you can do is go on to ask a series of questions that will help you to to get that language from them. So things like what are your biggest challenges and relate it to the topic that you work within. So if you've got somebody who helps people with anxiety, what are your biggest challenges with anxiety? Let them talk. Let them describe how they're struggling. Find out what their problems are. The next thing you can ask them is if you could fix this, And just repeat what their challenges are back to them so they know that you've listened, they know that you've understood them. So if you could fix this, how different would your life be? And this way you can get the emotion behind actually how motivated they are and how it would feel for them to to be in a great place. You can ask them as well, what have you already tried to fix this? Because That will give you an idea of the sorts of approaches they've tried before and whether there's anything similar to what you do. It will also give an idea of how invested they are in getting this fixed. And it might give you an idea to write some content on comparisons between different approaches. So it's just more information that will help you with your marketing. And then finally, I'd ask them what would the solution look like for them? How would they love their solution to be? Is it in person? Is it online? Is it in groups? Is it one-to-one? Is it self-study? What is it that they would love their solution to look like? And you want to keep this quite short. You don't want to be talking for hours, but once you come to an end, once you've got that information, just really give them a great big thank you for their time. And if they're not already a client of yours and you have something that you think could really help them, you could always suggest that they can find out some more information or you could book a discovery call with them or something else so that you're helping them in return for their time for helping you. So once you've done all of your research interviews, the next thing to do is to literally go through them and start to highlight the phrases, the language, the words that are repeatedly used. You'll find there are lots of common threads between all of the people you talk to. And these are the phrases and the words that you want to incorporate into your marketing. These are what are going to help your clients to know that you've heard them, but also help others like them to recognize that you're the person for them. And you might even find that from all these answers with the ideal solutions, there's some ideas for some great new 
services or products that you could offer. So it could be a really good way of doing some product development too. So if you need help researching your clients, why not book a discovery call with me and find out how I can help you? And I'll put links to that in the show notes. So for a full blog post, show notes, visit helenharding.co.uk. Pop over to the blog and podcast section, and this is podcast 59. Or if you're on an app, just literally scroll down underneath the artwork and all of the show notes and links will be below that with the copy. And if you did enjoy this episode, I'd really appreciate it if you subscribed and took a couple of minutes to leave this podcast a quick review because it's going to help the show to get found. So until next time, take care and I'll speak with you soon. If you enjoyed this week's episode, come and join me in our Facebook group, Holistic Business Matters, and join our community of like-minded practitioners, coaches, and therapists, and be inspired and supported to create your business in your way.